everyone, and welcome to episode 131 of the Gaming Duo Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Rob Garcia, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, my best friend, Kelvin, the Kevlar Vest, Rolon. Hello, uh, what's up? <laughs> if you guys are new to the show, we are the show that gives you the heated discussions you want to know about in the gaming industry. Kelvin, how has your week been since we last spoke? It's great. Not bad. Can't complain. It's hot, man. It's it's gross outside. I, I think I said that last week too, but it's just disgusting. I can't. Yeah, it's just the, the Canadian fires are making everything worse and it's just it's just gross. For a walk today and the mosquitoes were having a blast. I'm telling you right now. They were killing me, dude. Just it's all it was, it was nice here. I'm not gonna lie. Like it was really nice and breezy over here. So I was chilling. So Man, I'm sorry. I wish, I wish. Like it, it smells like garbage outside too. It's it's like Hell terrible. <laughs> well, there was a lot of like like flash floods. We like we're so dealing with right, like right, flash right. floods here. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all that like water just kind of like all the sewer water just kind of like rose up a little bit and it just smells like garbage. Yeah. If, if you, you get rid outside, of bad. if you could get rid of one species in the world. Would it be mosquitoes? Would be the one, or would you get rid of like, rats or something? Because you rats, know you hate rats. Definitely rats. Yeah, get them out of here. You, know you I mean? can't get rid. You can't get rid of rats, so it messes up the ecosystem. Sure, I guess they clean out the ecosystem a little bit, but no. Yeah, you know. no. Like, it's like bees. Like like people. Are like, oh, you need bees. Yeah, we need bees. But like, do you want bees? Like, do you really need bees? You know what I mean? You do. You do need bees. I know, but like, do you want? <laughs> we them? literally die. We don't have bees, so <laughs> we, we don't want them. Though. So put put some respect. Put some respect on some bees, man. I'm just saying. Have some respect right. for them. All right. All right. Have that respect when that bee's on your house, you know? I will. I will. Yeah. If when it's a wasp. Lawn, or if when you're a... mowing the lawn and all of a sudden you just get attacked by a wasp. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, wasps are different and hornets are sure. different from a bee. But you're talking a little honeybee. All he wants to do is just get the honey. Like he's 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 hanging out. Leave him alone, bee. But what about the carpenter bees? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know what those even are. So. <laughs> well, they like to drill holes on any wood that they find. Mm, and they make the these like like these wood like these like create like craters essentially all up on your wood so if you're like if like right now if you go to my backyard on my like where my garage is if you look up i have like a bunch of just like craters just because they they just dig into those wood and and like into that wood and they just make a mess do they make the hive in the wood or is it just they're just drilling through there they drill in there and they they just sleep there they just chill there they're like yep this is my house now Oh, so okay. that's not fun. Cool. That's not that's yeah. not a good time. So, so I don't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, Kel, we had a week ahead of us, and we're still playing Final Fantasy 16. We have some gaming news to get through, but um, is there anything else you're playing other than Final Fantasy 16? <laughs> um, I was playing Seven, Final, uh, Resident Evil Seven. Okay. That's but different. I I kind of stopped a little bit because I just want to finish final fantasy 16 because i'm we're close we're both both of us are like towards the end and i'm like let me just finish this i might get into alan wake after because right. i downloaded you're saying that mm-hmm. and so once i do that i might play alan wake and then you know toggle between resident evil 7 so that's where i'm at right now yeah and my girlfriend actually picked up a new game she had a switch i bought her a switch for her birthday i think last year and i was like you know what i'm gonna have her try breath of the wild so she's playing Zelda right now, and it is quite funny uh, having her pick up, like watching her and going through like the motions and stuff. And it's, it's just so much fun. It, it's it's a blast. Um, 
seeing her play. It's that like game. watching. It's like watching your son play a video game for the first time. It's like it, it's kind of uh, like that, I guess. But like the biggest thing I think is like the motor control with like the third person. Like, oh yeah, because yeah, not yeah. used to do uh, controlling. The, she's like, "Why well, have to control the camera the whole time?" I'm like, "That's just how it is. That's just what." The, she's like, "Why isn't it controlled for me?" I'm like, "That's just the way it is. Like, oh, that's just third ask, person." Ask Nintendo. I don't know what right. you want to do. Um, and then she was upset that Link gets really tired, like really fast with the stamina. That's she's fair. like, yeah. "He's at I'm night. Not, yeah. Why is he getting tired?" Um, but she likes you know the cooking and she likes the you gets to ride horses and stuff. It's actually really funny. She named her, the first horse she caught Rob. <laughs> So she's literally <laughs> riding me <laughs> in the game. Fantastic. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. love it. Yep. I actually saw a, uh, it was a text on there. She like whistled for the horse and it, the text literally said, Rob is coming. <laughs> <laughs> and the horse, did you see it coming behind her? That was great. So it was great times. It. Good times. Um, but there's one puzzle that I actually couldn't beat for her because she's stuck and she's like, I can't do this puzzle. It's do you remember those stupid like shrines where like you had to do like the motion for the pinball? You had to like move yes, the ball. Yes, yes. Oh, they're so bad. I'm so glad they got rid of that in tears. You can't change it. You can't change it. You can't change it to not have that. You have to use the most controls for those um those parts in those shrines where wow. you basically have to like and it does it. It's stupid. I hate it. And I said, just come back later because I can't do it right now. I was getting mad. I was you just getting let her, You just let her die. <laughs> I just I, I literally say get out, out and go somewhere else. It's like, go go that's find that. Um, but she's having yeah. a blast. And that's cool. That's cool. that's it. Yeah, she likes Zelda a lot. So that's good. What do you think would would the outcome be if I bought Alaris a switch? <laughs> your your wife. Let's see. Um, My wife. I think past like she wouldn't know how to like the controls I think would be the biggest thing to get past. She'd be like, how do I do this? Like, how do I do? I don't know how to do this. And it it's a lot if you don't game. Yeah. So guys, my wife does not play games at right, all. Like, so. She is not a gamer whatsoever. doesn't understand anything about it. So I think it'd be funny. Like it's funny on your end, right? Where your Jess is not a gamer per se, but she tinkles. She dabbles. Here and she there. dabbles, she dabbles yeah, yeah. with some games, right? Um, so Alaris playing a, a game, at, at any game, right? I'm just like, uh, that would just like head blown. Like, what the, you know what I mean? So yeah, it'd be interesting to see that. And, and what game would she be introduced to, you know? Give her like a really easy game. Come on. Just, I don't know what easy game. Like but Floppy like Bird or something? Like, what's it called? <laughs> something, something that like would like entice her to be like, wow, this is actually kind of fun. Or do like Mario Party or something. Huh? Maybe the kids, Mario Party. Mario Party would be cool. I think... Mav needs to be a little bit older, but yeah, Mario Party would be cool. Do you you press Party? one button. You press one button, A, to jump and move around. It's just like a board game. So maybe get do that one, and then that'll maybe get her interest. Be like, oh, is that kind of fun? Yeah, see. Let me know in the comments, guys, what, what you think my wife should play as like her very first game. I think it'd be fun to, to see. Well, let's move on from what we've been playing and our girlfriends have been playing, um, and let's get into some rapid-fire news. Uh, we have Xbox Live Gold will be replaced by Xbox Game Pass Core. Um, handheld consoles will all need swappable batteries by 2027, according to a new EU regulation. Uh, Microsoft Activision negotiating extension continues. Um, update on that. And Jeff Grubb reports Metro Prime 2 Remaster is coming. 
and something Zelda related is also coming this year, but it's not Tears of the Kingdom related. Hmm. So um, out of all of those, what do you want to jump into first? Um, I think I just want to get out the Microsoft Activision Blizzard thing out Let's of the way. Because like it's there's not much there. It's just that now they've extended their, their merge agreement to October. So right. now everything's just pushed until October 18th, I believe. And so, you know, everything's at a halt. So, yeah. So we have to wait until basically fall to see this goes through. And I can't wait till once it goes through so everyone can just stop talking about it. I'm so right. like, sick of hearing about it at this point. I'm just like, just buy it already. Get it done. Um, yep. yeah. Let's. And so that's that's just what we're waiting for again. Just dealing with the CMA and, and making sure that Microsoft is making the CMA happy. So they're trying to figure out ways to, you know, kind of get that agreement going so that's all for that nothing really to report there let me ask you a question when they acquire activision right and they got it do you think they're gonna have something lined up like that next week where it's gonna be like you can now play something crazy like diablo or wow on xbox do you think it's gonna be that fast or you think it's gonna take some time for them to actually like integrate those things into xbox we talked about this last week right i think that's the plan. I think their plan is to have this, like we talked about the Bethesda um, um, acquisition. Yeah. yeah. When they announced that, I think days later, they had an abundance of games on Game Pass, right, from Bethesda. And so I think it's the same thing here. I think they're just going to, as soon as they have that deal like signed and set in stone, I think they're going to have, like you said, maybe Diablo or, or something to that caliber to like really make this stand out and just like continue that conversation because obviously it's going to be a huge conversation piece and it's just going to make that, it's just going to like amplify that when they announce Diablo 4 on Game Pass or whatever, you know, whatever their heart desires, like Call of Duty on Game Pass, I don't know. Right. And if you guys missed last week's uh, episode, we talked about Call of Duty as well and Call of Duty will 100% be on for the foreseeable future will be on PlayStation still. So mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. no news there as far as that changing. Um, I also kind of want to dive into this battery change. I I think the Xbox Live Gold, we're going to talk about that in, in greater detail in our in-game chat. Um, but what do you think about the swappable batteries needing to be replaceable, very like easily replaceable, and there being a law regulating that? Do you think that's something that is good for consumers or do you think that's not going to happen or like big tech is going to push back on it because they're like no so instead of having a charge in like plug-in kind of system you'll just have batteries to swap out so they want it to have readily removable replace and replaceable by the end user so something that's pretty easy to replace even if it requires you to like take apart a few screws, take the battery oh, out, put it in, I like see. that thing. So kind something like how where, we do with like the hard drives and stuff. And something like that to that nature. Um, because whenever your battery dies in your electronics nowadays, you have to send it in somewhere sure. to get, you have to send it to the manufacturer to get it fixed. Or you have to buy a new thing for a Switch. If your battery dies in your Switch, Nintendo does nothing about it unless right. you, right. So the EU's like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. We need some regulation when it comes to that. I, I, I'm, I'm all for consumers having options, right? I think the more we get these systems to act and feel like PCs, the better it is for us in a sense because we're able to customize it how we want. We're able to adjust things how we want, and 
it, it's, it'll just get better in that sense, right? If we're able to swap out our batteries and get a, a better battery or just like just swap it out just because it's it's old and, and it needs a, a new one, I don't see the harm in that. I think that just prolongs the life of that system. And I think that's probably why they don't want us to do that, right? Eventually, they want our systems to die and not kind of like keep living on so that you can purchase more stuff and, and kind of keep that um, you know, the whole thing going. So, but I don't see that as being an issue. Like I would like to have customizable options internally to like, you know, change things and kind of like similar how we do with the SSD drive now for the PS5 and, and stuff like that. Like I like the option, you know? Yeah. And it seems like mostly handheld cost, um, consoles, they want this to be done. So nothing with like controllers, anything like that. It, right, it right. seems like it's mostly that. Um, I imagine this, they kind of want to extend this to phones as well at some point um but the things with the phone batteries those are kind of the reason why they're not super easily removable is because they're so some of them are so thin and small that it messes with the the technology of the phone and whatnot so i do remember back in the day right that you could easily switch out your phone battery like nothing it literally I think the last one I had it was like Detroit. even the, even the next cells we had we you literally take the battery back out and just get a new one and you're 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 good that's it you have a new yeah. you're set so I would like to have that because if your battery and your electronic is dying you have to go through the whole thing now instead of like I just bought I just buy a sixty dollar battery pack from wherever and then I just slap it on and it's good to go and I don't have to worry about it I think yeah I convenience man I I definitely would not be opposed to that for sure yeah so. I I'm in for it. Um, and they do say that the Nintendo switch three, um, we don't think it's, they don't think it's going to have like a removable battery pack at some point. So, uh, but they might make it easier for you to do it, to, to be able to switch it out. So the switch three, the switch three, they're saying that the switch three is probably going to need an easier battery, uh, to remove. So I would imagine the, the battery will be easier to, get out than the original switch sorry switch two. <laughs> okay i'm like all right are switch, we going switch, like ahead yeah, switch, of this yeah switch switch two. i'm sorry switch two will probably need um some type of removable batteries uh, to some extent okay that yeah. makes sense and lastly we have jeff grubb reporting that metro pine 2 remaster is coming duh we that that makes sense that we're getting that um but also something zelda related that's not Tears of the Kingdom related. So what do you think that could be? That's interesting. I mean, I know there's been talks about having like another remaster, right? Of some sort in the Zelda universe, right? As far as what that would be, I don't know, right? Like what other remaster do we need that we're waiting for? Wind Waker, I'd assume, right? Only two things I can think of is... uh. Wind Waker slash Twilight Princess coming to Switch, right? Yep. The remaster again. The Zelda series, the show. Ah, yeah. That could I don't, be it. But I don't put for this year, I don't think so. That that's too early. Um I think they've been having I think they've had Wind Waker in their pocket for a while. And I think they're just ready to release that whenever. Yeah, I, I think so. I think they're just like we have that we have the port ready. We just need to do it. Um mm-hmm. but no Tears of the Kingdom DLC this year. I mean, that doesn't make sense because it's literally it came out this year. That that's not it's not to like a next year or like a year after thing for that. Right. Um, and I don't think we're gonna get any type of major Zelda game, uh, like a new release 
coming mm-hmm. anytime soon. Um, I imagine the new, new Zelda that they're going to come out with is going to be for the new console. Right. Right. Uh, maybe Super Smash Brothers. Zelda's in Super Smash Brothers. So <laughs> I, I'm like, where are you going with this, man? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that's the honestly, that would be the best bet. I think Wind Waker slash like having a Wind Waker remaster, Twilight Princess remaster. I think that's the safest bet, honestly. Um, and I'd be excited. I think I'd definitely purchase that because that's something that I, I've played Wind Waker before, but I've never played Twilight Princess. And that would be cool to try. Out, I mean, it, you know? it's just a money maker for them. Like people are gonna buy. It. Like it every just makes time. sense, dude. It yeah. makes sense to just do it. Like you know, what? like Zelda is like the most popular it's ever been, and you're riding the the the, the wave off of like that Tears of the Kingdom. Like you know, everyone's like super excited about that. Like just continue that throughout the year. You know. Yeah, since the Switch Two is gonna be obviously a successor to the Switch. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna. They, Nintendo says has confirmed that they are going to have like basically the same Nintendo online account available to you. So they're not going to do a whole thing where you lose all your games and yada yada yada. So it just makes sense. I don't know why they're gatekeeping Twilight Princess and, and Wind right. Waker. Just like or don't wait till Switch do it release that. Like just do it now. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, before you move on to any news, um, yes, there's one more news that I want to talk about real quick. Nothing crazy, but um, Pinkman Four. Reviews oh, reviews. Yeah, I did. Out. I did see that. Yes, they are popping, popping, dude. Right now, sitting Man. at an 88 on a met, on Metacritic right now. So it's doing really well. Um, and a lot of a lot of review sites are, you know, praising it. They're mostly eights, nines. So um, it's a good one. You know, it's a very good one. It's, it looks like everyone's really um, happy about it. Gaming Forward gave it a nine. Metro gave it an eight. Game, uh, Game Spot gave it a seven. Um, so, you know, everyone's really positive about this game. So I'm just thinking about Tony KBG yeah. and I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm sure he is so super happy. So shouts to him and I'm, I'm glad that this game is doing well. So he, he'll have a, a great time playing the game. You know what I'm doing right now? As we're speaking, I'm downloading the demo, the demo, I forgot to download it. Yes. On, yes. on Nintendo eShop. There is a, I think it's a two hour demo or something like that. Um, on the Nintendo eShop for Pikmin 4. Guys, I highly recommend you download it, even though I haven't downloaded it, but I'm doing it now. Yep. Um, but I've well, never been into Pikmin, but this one same. is probably going to be the one that gets me in. think so. We'll see. I mean, you're going to try it, right? I'll try, definitely. Um, while Rob does that, I'm just going to read a little paragraph from Game Informer. It gave it a 9 out of 10. Uh, quote, The game is easy, but it's also charming and fascinating. With a rare example of Nintendo attempting photorealistic graphics. They look very nice too, especially one map where the tide comes in halfway through the day. And while indie title Tinkin Beat is beat it to a punch, this is the first Pinkman game to feature a house interior that you explore from a Smurf size perspective. <clears throat> so I I love that it has this like for me, again, like a little bit planet feel to it, right? Where it's just like you're just like this small, like thing right and in this like massive world Mm -hmm. um i don't know anything about pigment so i apologize if i sound like (laughs) i have no idea what i'm talking about but um it i want to see how how it turns out especially like you know everyone's excited about this and this being the fourth iteration of the game like i feel like i should at least try it out yeah exactly like there's four of them that means they're, they're doing something right they're releasing four of them people are obviously interested and keep the demos coming like keep those demos coming because i love when 
that demos are kind of making a comeback. I feel like yeah. they were kind of like small and like everyone's like, and I'm saying demos for like big games. Like this is a big triple A game. We right. had demo for Final Fantasy 16, big triple A game. Like that is the way that you're going to get the the person to foot door. Because if I would never try this demo, I'm like, I don't really like Pikmin. I know I never, I never played it. So why would I? But now if I have a free demo to just try it and I get hooked, guess what? Mm -hmm. Buying it now. Easy. And the best part is the, the, the quality of life situation here is that now demos, like for this one, Pikmin, for example, the progress that you make within the demo, it transfers over to the game if you purchase it. Right. Exactly. You know, like it, not many demos did that back in the day, back when it was like, you know, popping over at, on Xbox 360, PS3 um, side of things. That was never the case. You played the demo and that's it. But now, like Final Fantasy 16, perfect example, you played a demo and great. Guess what? If you like that, you buy it and now all your data transfers over. So you just continue on. All right. And demos, this is the completed game that you're playing, right? Before, I feel like when demos came out, you weren't playing the completed game. It was just game. a vertical slice of whatever you were. Yeah. Right, right. It was maybe, you know, uh, just like it was this part of development. So that's what they had to ship out that time. It wasn't mm -hmm. like back in the mm -hmm. day when you got magazines, you got the, the CDs with like all the different demos, you know, right. and talk about what was yep, the game yep. that, uh, was it the Bugs Bunny game or was it the, the Roadrunner or Coyote game? Mm. Oh, there was a game called like, you had to like capture, I think you were a Roadrunner. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what you, was the game? No, you were the coyote. You had to capture the Roadrunner, right? Yes, yes. And you'd have like a big map. I, I bought that game, I think, because of Did the demo. Did you? Really? Yeah. I had it for PlayStation, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was that was good stuff. That was, it was fun, that, man. It was fun. Yeah, good time. I remember Bring playing like Parasite Eve, Sy Siphon Filter. Um, was Medieval Saw on that? I don't know if Medieval was on the demo. Possibly. Okay. Um, but those games... I would have never tried or heard about if it wasn't for those demos. So demos were definitely a big thing when we were growing up and it exposed us to games that we probably would have never tried out. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely want to finish Final Fantasy 16 so I can actually get through my backlog and actually like hack at other games because I feel like Final Fantasy 16 has literally taken all of my game time away. So I want to go back to be able to like just play like a game here and there, like, you know, go, jump back and forth. Whereas this game, you can't just do that. You have to like put everything in. It, it is the game you're playing right then and there. What are you going to play after this? Like what's going to be um, from your backlog? Question. Maybe Pikmin 4, maybe Final Fantasy 13. No, there's no, I have to, I have to get like a palate cleanser. I can't just jump no, right to another Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. I need That's not even in your backlog. You're just adding that to your backlog right now. What's in your backlog right now that you right? maybe tried, but then just put down? Uh, Persona Hogwarts Legacy, Persona Five, uh, the Royale. Uh, I was yeah. playing that, so <clears throat> that that one's in my backlog. Um, I guess that's pretty much it. That's, that's it, what I'm yeah. actively playing. But um, go back to get back on League, even though it. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, back to the news. Last piece of news: Xbox Live's game of goal will be replaced by X Xbox Game Pass Core. So. The Xbox Gold, Live Gold that you guys know for, I think it was like more than 20 years, is officially going away and it's being replaced by this Game Pass Core, um, which is interesting. You're going to be access to 20 up to 24 new games. Um, it's basically, in a sense, a Game Pass Lite. Um, it's going to cost $9.99 a month but you will have the option to get a $60 annual membership. Um, you will need core 
to still play your multiplayer game. So essentially think of it as it's still gold, but you get some Game Pass stuff along with it. So um, I don't know how that is compared to the rest of it. I mean, if you look at PC Game Pass, me and Kelvin are talking about this yesterday. PC Game Pass is also $9.99, but you don't get... Uh, you don't, you're not able to do the $60 annual subscription for it. So you're essentially paying $120 a year for PC game pass. Um, again, game pass core is just giving you like 24 games or so. Um, I feel like it's still enough though, right? That's still like a decent enough. Whereas yes, like you get a lot more of PC game pass, but I'm like, I would just rather just do a $60 subscription. I'm less likely to cancel it. All right. Like yeah. there might be a time where I'm just like, I don't want to pay for Game Pass anymore. Like I'm, I'm done because I don't care about anything on the catalog. But if I just paid it for a year, I have it for a year. So um, what do you think of this news so far about them kind of rebranding and they're committing to this like Game Pass like ecosystem, like 100 percent? They even they they destroyed gold. Like literally it's been there for 20 years. Yeah, I think it's just a, a marketing plan, right? They, they're, they're restructuring, rebranding Game Pass in a sense. Um, I, I don't like the tiers one. There's four tiers, right? I feel like it's always, it gets messy when you have more than three, right? I think right. three is a sweet spot. Um, so if I, if I was Microsoft, I would eliminate, I mean, you just added core. So I would probably eliminate con- the console tier. Um, because I, for me, it just doesn't make sense, right? That one, for some reason, the console one doesn't have multiplayer, but the core tier does so let's let's look at all we're gonna i'm gonna bring it up right now so the core gets you 24 game pass console games okay it gets you the console multiplayer and you get deals and discounts whatever that's whatever okay but you don't get the pc games which there's not i don't know if there's a ton of pc but you don't get the pc games you don't get new games day one like the day that's a big one for me yes okay yes you don't get those yes. big day ones uh this is perks i don't know what perks actually mean um and then e i think the perks are like the league of legends thing where like if you you get like all the champions that thing yes okay. yep, that's um, it, yep and you also don't get ea play um if you move on to ultimate which is 16.99 a month you get hundreds of console games and hundreds of the pc games i think we counted it was like 400 last time we checked 500 games or something mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. Um, you do get the multiplayer, the console multiplayer. You do get the day one games. You get the deals, discounts. You get the perks, and you get the you EA get everything. Play. You get everything. You get the whole shipment for seventy bucks a month, which you should because it's very expensive. Okay, we go into the console. So we have core, ultimate, now console. Already, we're confused. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, right, right? exactly. You only get access to console games, and there's hundreds. I guess you. I don't know what. It's the PC. What's the difference, right? Um, you get the day one games, you get the oh. deals and discounts, and you don't get multiplayer. <laughs> right. Um, the console games and the PC games, I think that's when you go into Game Pass, right? Remember, there's two different um, options where you can go onto like the PC. Like PC, if you go onto your desktop on Game Pass, there's like a different set of games as opposed to when you go onto like the, the console side. In Game Pass, remember there are like two different right, distinct. Right. Yes. So I think that's what that means. Um, so you're not getting the PC side of the games because there's two kind of catalogs, right? Right. And then if you look at 
I, I looking at this graphic right now, I actually don't see anything about cloud gaming. So I think that's only a Game Pass ultimate, ultimate. thing. Yes. I don't think that's included in console. I don't think cloud game, that doesn't make sense. Right. Um, so there's there's no reason to. I mean, console's okay, but if you don't have a console, like there's no point. But you can't play multiplayer games. That's so stupid. And that's the biggest issue, right? I think that's what that's where I stand with this tier system, where I feel like they should just eliminate the console option if that's where they're heading, and keep the core. Because what's the point of the console if you can't play multiplayer, right? Like that just doesn't make sense to me. You should make it like three tiers, right? Um, with the console. With console being like the base level, right. right? And then I feel like you should just add, if this is the route they're going to take, just add multiplayer to all the tiers. Like, why is that an option? Why why are we having to eliminate multiplayer, the biggest piece of what Xbox, like their branding, right? Xbox branding is, why are they eliminating that in one of the tiers? They should just have that for every single one. Right. And then if we look at PC... You get access to the PC games, which is hundreds. Doesn't really give you a, a direct definition. You get the, you still get the day ones. You still get the deals and discounts. You still get, and you also get EA Play. All right. Obviously, online multiplayer does not apply here because you're on PC. You're on PC, yeah. So exactly. it's always free, right? So yep. this is very, very messed up to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very confused. It's. I think what they're doing is they're trying to push you to do ultimate because yes. if you look at this graph, they're making you pick and choose and you got to make compromises here and there. And they're like, look, just just pick this one. You get everything. You just get everything. So why even bother? So they're making it confusing on purpose so you can just get ultimate and be done with it. As my is what I think. Yeah, I think that's you're 100% right. I think they're trying to and make it look as enticing as possible and kind of making the console and that's weird too. Again, I'm going back to console because it's just like you don't have multiplayer, but you're also paying a like two dollars more, right? And or a dollar more or something like that. Like it doesn't make sense to me. So I think, yes, you're right. I think everything kind of leans towards them trying to push you towards just getting ultimate. But to me, I feel like eliminating console tier and just having the core. PC and Ultimate would just make things a lot more simpler and having all the tiers have online. Okay, so let me ask you a question then. So if I have an, we game on PC, so some of this really doesn't apply to us because yeah. PC Game Pass is, I think it's a good value for what it is. 10 bucks, you get a lot of different stuff mm -hmm. um, because multiplayer is included already. Um, but with Ultimate, or of Core, I'm sorry, if I want to play multiplayer, do I have to pay for the core and the console separate? Does that make sense? So say I get core, I have access to all of the, you know, the multiplayer. I can play yeah. multiplayer, pay 10 bucks a month. Right. If I want access to those day one games and those hundreds of other console games, do I have to set, have another membership to get like those, the access to you those just things? You just have to upgrade. Upgrade to, upgrade to console, but then I lose I lose access of the multiplayer is what it's making it seem like. Mm. It's very confusing. I I don't like this at yeah, all. Yeah, I think that that's the, the way it's placed too. So yeah, I know what you're saying. So if you, you want access to hundreds of console games, right? Like how it's showing over in this in this graph here. But if you move over to console, are you sacrificing online for that? That doesn't make sense, right? 
why would you ever get console? Exactly. It makes no sense. I don't know. They need to explain this because it's really confusing. Um, And if someone really has a better grasp on this, please let us know because it it is kind of confusing. But I'm sure you guys can see how it can get a little confusing. Right, right. Um, Yeah, I think if you're a single player, like you only like to play single player games, probably go the console route. If you are just and you like to play a lot of games, go that route. But um, at that point, just like freaking get ultimate. Like that's what that's honestly what it seems like they want you to do is just get ultimate. So um, or honestly, if you can't, I mean, I would just stick to core. Like if it depends on what kind of gamer you you are, right? What are you looking for? Like if you're just playing online games with your friends and just having a good time, not really interested in the, the games on a daily, right? You're just not trying to try different different games here and there then core is where it's at for you right um but if you're one of those where it's like oh you know i want to experience all these different kind of games that are coming out i want to see i'm going to try out different games on game pass then ultimate might be the best option because console doesn't make sense to have if you can't play with your friends online (laughs) like it just doesn't make any sense to me is uh this happens i think it's september the sixth place right where it changes over in september September, yeah, 16th, I want to say. I want to say that they might, people might like back, there's going to be a lot of backlash about this. Because it's like, yeah, I think they might change it a little bit. And you look at Sony, look at when PlayStation came out, their new three to- three tiers, mm-hmm. that lo- that is so much more simpler than <laughs> this one, honestly. We, we, we actually had complaints about it as well, right? When we did. it first came out, and it was slightly confusing, but it does make more sense than this. Yes. Um. So, yeah, they need to kind of readjust this again. Make it easier. I think make it a little bit more simpler. And if you can eliminate a tier, it would probably be console and just stick it stick with three tiers. I think that's just the easiest way route to take. Once you start getting four, five tier, you're just like, oh, this is too much. Three is a max. That's always that's a rule of thumb, I think. Um, Two is a little too little because then they had silver, gold, Obviously, if you want to pay money, pay the silver one. If you don't want to pay money, don't give it. But yes, you're I think what will really just solve this issue is if they add multiplayer to console. That's it. Right? That's really it. If they add multiplayer to console tier, it makes much more sense. Right? Yeah, you pay an extra two bucks a month and you get you get, you get get more of the Game Pass stuff. That's basically and, it. And you're, you're paying... Your, your money's going you know, you're actually paying for what you're using. I feel like that makes more sense, right? So that's that's a that's it right there. Boom, solved it. There we go. Boom, guys, get the yeah, we got it. <laughs> got um, it. That's gonna lead into our segue to our in-game chat, where we're gonna say, should we keep paying for online multiplayer in 2023? We will see you in a sec. song was the original theme for halo 2 on the xbox welcome back to our in-game chat segment where we're going to be talking about or the topic of discussion for today should we have to keep paying 
for online multiplayer in 2023. I guess we're going to have to go back in time to see when did online multiplayer really start. Um, and I think it really gained a huge amount of popularity back basically when Xbox Live came out. Xbox Live came out in November of 2002. Kel, do you remember Xbox Live, the original? I do. Yeah, I was not in the Xbox ecosystem. I was more so on the PlayStation side, but I did, you know, I saw a lot of my friends. Uh, Wesley was one of my good friends, too, that was kind of engraved in the Xbox ecosystem, and I saw just how amazing it was back then, you know. So just to give you some pricing um, about how it's like the pricing has evolved, um, Back when Xbox Live Gold came out, Xbox also had Xbox Live Silver. It was more of like a free service, but you didn't really get much for silver. It didn't really make sense. I think you do messaging and that was probably about it. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, but Xbox Live Gold is where you actually were able to play online with your friends back in the day. Um, and it was $50. You got you got online games and you got recording and media sharing. But then in 2010, they bumped up the price 10 bucks to $59.99 uh, for your subscription. Um we fast forward to today and they're actually getting rid of Xbox Live Gold in lieu of Game Pass Core, um, which nets you 25 games uh, from the Game Pass catalog. We just talked about that in our podcast. Listen to that episode. Um, we go into depth about that. So it's episode 131 on the Game of Duel podcast. Um, we talk about PlayStation, Kelv. Um, what, you never really got into PlayStation, right? Online as well. I know you said you didn't get Xbox, but PlayStation really gets you either. No, I did not. I didn't really know much about it, honestly. I was young at the time. I was just kind of sticking to my PS2 and just enjoying the single-player games that I had there. I never really really heard much of the PlayStation Online, honestly. There were only two games that I knew of at the time that really utilized PlayStation Online, and that was SOCOM. Yep, SOCOM rings a bell, yep. And Final Fantasy XI. Um, there was that network adapter that playstation actually had that you needed to connect your ps2 to the internet um, but if you wanted to specifically play final fantasy 11 online you needed to purchase it came with a game a 40 gig hard drive along with the network adapter to be able to play the game which was like crazy to think about at the time i do remember when i picked up final fantasy or when i saw it it, it came in like this huge box i'm like what's in this huge box and it was the uh 40 gig hard drive that you would attach <laughs> to your ps2 to play this game along with the network adapter so to say like the point of entry was pretty crazy and you had to have a good internet uh connection where back then back in you know 2000 2002 just like the internet was bad right like pe some people still had dial up right 40 gigs 40 gig hard drive back then it's pretty good that's that's insane like yeah. you're, you bought a 40 gig hard drive along with a game to play this online. Like to me, that's, that's crazy. That's good. How much was this? How much was that, that whole package? I want to say it's, it was a, a, over a hundred for it. Jeez. I would have to do some research on that, but I want to say it was over a hundred, but I remember it not being cheap. Um, it yeah, was pricey. Sure. Yeah. But the really cool part about final fantasy 11 was that it was cross platform with PS2 and windows. That's which, I didn't know that. Right. That's like, insane. That that is, we had cross gen, like we had cross gen, or what is it? Yeah, cross platform, like way back in the day, we didn't even know it. Then we fast forward 
to PS3. And this is where like it's a game changer here. PSN network release on the PS3 in 2006 and it was free. Right? It was free. Xbox Xbox was still doing their live thing, still paying. They were kind of the kings of the castle when it came to Xbox, you know, for the online multiplayer. If you want to play online multiplayer, you went to Xbox. That was just right. the way it was. Mm-hmm. But this was Sony's first stab at the um uh, at online multiplayer. Now, Kelv, you were early adopter of the PS3. And can you describe your experience with a PlayStation online? Cause this was the first time you actually played online for the most yes. part um, on your console. Yeah. Resistance follow man was my first game playing online. Right. Um, and it, it was, if I had to describe it in like a few words, it was very bare bones. Right. But it worked. I mean, you were getting a free, a free saw, a free network, right? You were getting something that was completely free. You didn't have to pay any subscription service. So imagine what you're getting from that, right? Like you're getting online service. You're able to play with friends online, dependent on how well your internet service is, but you're not getting all the bells and whistles that like say Xbox was giving out, right? You were getting a lot more bang for your buck, obviously, when you're paying for something for a subscription like this. Um, whereas Sony was like, hey, let's just do this free service and you're just you're here to play games and here it is like you're able to just play online. Right. Um, and that's what it was. It was fine. It, it, it worked the way it needed to. And I mean, what I wanted more, I think at, at some point as the years went by, consumers, me, myself included, wanted a little bit more from PSN because there were things like features that we didn't have like. I mean, I'm just kind of spitballing here, but like, I feel like we couldn't, ha- we didn't have like a chat system at some at mm, one point. Like it was, it was like in-game chat only. Yeah, and it just it was very very bare bones. But again, it did the job. I do remember specifically that when I was playing PlayStation, I was I was an Xbox fanboy at the time. Um, I was mad like I was like, why is there no party system here? Like, there's no party. It's literally all in-game, and I'm like, this is this is not the way to do it. Like Xbox like party system was the discord before the discord, if that makes any Mm -hmm. sense. Right. Um, But then we fast forward to 2010 and Sony released their PlayStation plus, which gave you access to discounts and complimentary games. It was obviously you had, you were charged for it. Um, I don't remember exactly how much it was um, off the top of my head, but this was kind of like, the direction they were going like we're going to start charging now for online they didn't yet at that time when they first released playstation plus they were just like you get a free game here too and the games were pretty good actually i'm not gonna lie when they released the playstation plus game they were they were they were decent um do you remember like some game like gravity rush was on there do you remember any other playstation plus games that they gave what was the game where you were a rocket ship and you like circled around the the, the orb and you like blew things up and resident uh, was it Rezo Gun? I, I think that, that was, was PS4. That was PS4. Yeah, there was another game that it was called like Star Crusher or Star Cruiser. Oh, Stardust. Stardust, yeah. Yeah, Super yeah, Stardust. Was, yeah, Super Stardust. That's what it was. Yep. Yep. That was a PlayStation Plus game, I believe. Um, yes, I think so. Yeah, because I, I I wouldn't have bought that otherwise. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what it was. Um, yeah, this was this is where Sony was like, okay, we hear you guys. We understand that our um our service isn't compared to competition isn't really all that it's cracked up to be. So um, here's our take on, you know, adding this service and paying for a subs- subscription service. Right. And so I think it was forty nine ninety nine when it came out. I'm not too positive, but 
Um, I think they eventually went to the $60, you know, $60 a year route as well. And that's when they started adding all these features that initially, you know, Xbox already had. So they were ahead of the game always, right? And Sony was always playing catch up when it came to their online service. Right. And finally, now that we go move into the PS4 era in 2013, Sony officially started charging for their online, but with the promise that the servers would be updated and it would be comparable to what Xbox had. And lo and behold, they delivered on their promise. PlayStation Network is comparable to what Xbox is today. If anything, it might even be better at this point. <laughs> um, maybe. I don't know. Arguable. This is that's arguable. It's arguable, but yes. Um, but that's kind of when we lost uh, not being able to play any more um, online games. And just a little tidbit, guys, just a little history lesson about online multiplayer. The first online multiplayer boom game in the P- on PC in the late 1900s with, lo- with the launch of Ultima Online and EverQuest. Um, Final Fantasy XI released three years later. Um, and it was one of the first games, uh, massive uh, MMOs to basically be on a console. So that was why it took off because it was never heard of at the time. Um, and then basically Microsoft came in and they were like, we're going to be able to do this because um, they had the service let players buy digital copies of games, connect to multiplayer servers. Um, the reason why it worked so well was because of Halo 2, to be honest. Halo 2 changed Xbox Live. Like everyone was on Xbox Live because of Halo 2. If Halo 2 never existed, I don't even know if Xbox Live would be what it is today. Um, but that's what kind of what made that service explode in popularity. Today, Steam charges nothing. You buy a game on Steam, you play an online game on PC, you still don't play, you don't pay any anything to play with your friends, right? You even buy an Xbox game <laughs> on your PC, you can play with your friends online for free. Battle Royales also do not charge you to play with your friends online on any platform. So Kel, the question is, why do we have to keep paying for these subscriptions in 2023? And your take on the whole, I guess, state of this online multiplayer. Yeah. I th- I mean, the easiest answer, right? The okay. obvious answer is that it makes a shit ton of money, right? <laughs> like, it's just, it's a business, right? And so Microsoft and Microsoft, Sony, and now Nintendo is in that whole business now, right? Where they're adding subscription services, they're adding online components that they're charging for because they see how much money it makes. And they're not going to stop doing that until, I, I don't know. I don't think it'll ever stop, to be honest. I think it just, it's it's too much, at least for, for let's say like Microsoft, for example, until Microsoft gets their Game Pass numbers, subscribers at an astronomical level that they can see it being uh, they can see it making sense for them not to charge for online. I, I can't imagine them stopping this anytime soon. Uh, Sony, I think this is really a lot of what their income is too. Like obviously PlayStation has been doing phenomenal. PlayStation 5 is doing great as far as sales go. And a lot of it helps with when it comes to like their su- subscription service, right? So that's not going to go away anytime soon. They're making a shit ton of money because of that. So the 
easy and quick answer is that they're making money, man. And that's not going to stop any company, any, any corporation from removing this. Steam is a different entity, man. Steam, how they are able to do that without charging people. It, it's, they, they, they have their own like launcher and people purchase games from there. So they have, they have like one of the biggest catalogs ever. So I'm sure that's how they're making income worthwhile. But when it comes to Microsoft, when it comes to Sony, those are big, you know, they, they make a lot of money from that. So I don't see that coming or leaving anytime soon. Well, I mean, it's not just a steam. It's just any PC launcher, right. Allows you to play your multiplayer games basically for, for free. You don't have to pay anything. You boot up uh BattleNet, which is Blizzard's launcher and you play overwatch on it you're in you're playing you're playing with your friends right there's there's nothing you have to do so i actually want to bring a point because now i think of it you bring up that the newer consoles ps5 xbox series s or x they're like pcs they're like mini pcs at this point so why should we have to keep paying for these services when it should kind of already come with like we all know like the people are just like the whole thing of like people should, we should be charging for the internet or something like that. And it's just like, yeah. no, like it should be free to be able to, it's like a quality of life thing, right? It's like, you should have running water. You should be able to connect to your friends to play online with your friends. Yeah. And I think back to steam, I think because PC internet online has been free forever, right? Never, yeah. It, I, they can't ever go back and, and and try to charge for that, right? So that's kind of like how they've gotten away with it. Um, but I think until the consumers, right? I think it all has to come down to the consumers and until they're like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I shouldn't be paying for online in 2023. I'm already paying for a video game like that is, you know, just as much as the online service. Like this should be enough. And until you stop that and, and you cancel your subscription and just kind of like put a halt to it. There's not much that's going to be done. Like that's just the reality of it. Right. You just have no choice, right? Like if you want to play with your friends, you're forced to pay at least $60 a year to, to play with your friends. And that's, and again, that's a game. That's essentially a, a game that you could be playing just to be able to get the ability when you can just do that on a computer, just super easily, even like freaking runescape a game you play it's right. multiplayer like, like that's the thing that's crazy and it's crazy too that there's so many loopholes like you mentioned how battle royale right there's no like no one's charging online for battle royale you're able to technically play a free like you're able to go on ps5 or xbox not have a online subscription service and still play these games online as long as you have internet connection obviously right so it's there's just like some weird loopholes in this that either Sony and Microsoft just couldn't do anything about it. And it it's just funny how that plays out, right? But when it comes to their online service, like you have to you have to pay. And so will it ever go away? I I would love to think so, right? I think at some point, maybe in the future, we have to really sit down and think, like, why are we paying for online services now? Like this is like a, a basic thing that we do all the time. Like, what is the need for that? But then it just brings back to my point again in the beginning where they just make so much money and they can do whatever they want with their service. So it's like, as long as you're using it, you're kind of shit out of luck in that sense, right? So it, it's, I, I just can't see it going away anytime soon. 
You know, it's funny because if we look at Xbox now, they they just released their core. Um, they got rid of gold. And with gold back in the day, all you really got was access to multiplayer. We paid 50 bucks. So if anything, we're getting a better value today than we did back then. Right. So sure. I will I will say that like you, you're getting a lot more bang for your buck for what you're getting with the online. You get a lot of um, you, you, get, you get free games. You get a bunch of free games and they're all good games for the most part. You get like their, their first party titles. Same thing with Sony. If you, you get essentials, you get a bunch of PlayStation games. Um, and yes, that that is one thing. It's a step in the right direction that, yes, you do have to pay for online, but we're giving you a ton of free stuff with it. So um, it is better. Um, but I still think that uh, Nintendo, honestly, is probably doing the best at all because the price is like, what, like 20 bucks for like the year or something like that to be able to play online, which is like no one I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll play 20 bucks online to play online with my friends around Nintendo. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, what games are you playing online, though? You know what I mean? Just Super Smash. Like, that's literally the only one I can think of. I mean, Splatoon. Splatoon's a big um, one. Mario Party. Mario Kart. Yeah, there's Mario a decent Kart. amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not great. It's, it's a bad right. experience. <laughs> That's the problem, right? It's, it's, it's not a great experience. But, like, you made a great point where you're getting all these incentives to purchase online subscription for these companies. And it's like, well, is it really that bad, right? Like, you think of it on the opposite end of things where it's like you're getting a lot of free games. You're getting a, at least several games a month technically free not, not really free you know what i mean obviously you're paying for that but you're getting incentives to kind of stay in that ecosystem and i think it makes sense in a business perspective and you're you're getting if you break it down if you're buying those games in in like just on your own i think it, it kind of adds up and it kind of gives you that value like you're still getting a good bang for your buck um they just try to find ways to kind of keep that incentive going you know for sure. Um, funny story before we end here is I remember back then when Halo came out, right? The original Halo didn't have online multiplayer um, on the Xbox. Um, it wasn't until I think believe Halo 2 where I actually had the, the multiplayer. But um, Halo ended up coming out for PC sometime later. And the PC version of Halo came with online multiplayer. Mm. I remember playing on like I think it was like the mo it was like some old IBM or compact computer. It was very it was a laptop. It wasn't good. I had a really crappy mouse. Like it was just not a good experience. But I was able to play Halo online without paying an X. Like it was. We think about that. Like back in the day, like two. I want to say this was two thousand four, maybe two thousand maybe two thousand four, two thousand five, where I was playing Halo without paying Xbox live we meanwhile people were paying 50 dollars a month on xbox live to play halo online on their xbox it same game same, i'm playing the same game and that's this holds true today man yep if you buy halo from the microsoft if you buy halo on windows right and i go and play and i want to play it i don't have i don't have game pass i don't have nothing i, I just bought the game on windows on steam let's say i just bought on steam i don't need xbox live gold or xbox core because i'm on I'm pc saying, yeah you're, there's it's like the loopholes to this you know what i mean it's like so it, it comes down to like it, it's just a, a company thing it's just like a greed thing in a mm -hmm. sense right mm -hmm. they're making so much money they're able but on the flip side because of how much money they're making they're able to really put into their online infrastructure they're really able to put into all these tiers and and continue to provide content for these tiers right i guess that's the best way to look at it um 
that's that's how you can look at it really because it's it's just like they're they're getting all this money and hopefully you're they're using it to kind of like really um push these the the, the online infrastructure and just having a great solid experience when you're when you're playing those games yeah uh, i i definitely agree that it's it's better now and they couldn't get away with just charging for multiplayer now like if they were just like hey pay me 50 bucks to just get multiplayer people like you're funny bro yeah like give me 60 bucks like no you're not i'm not not doing that so they kind of like pigeonhole themselves in a sense of like now we have to give you bang for your buck um with with the the 60 dollar but um, yeah, I don't think you like you said it won't go away, but it would be nice if the next iteration of whatever consoles they get, they're like, you know what, multiplayer is included. It's on us. We have other different tiers of you guys, and they're really good. Like you get a lot of access, you get a lot of good perks. Um, maybe you have some sort of battle pass like caked in into the system itself, where like you get rewards for hitting you play these many games and you get these many trophies or platinums or or golds, you get like some kind of cool like emblem or something. I don't know. There's so many things they can do, but that's a story for another day or a conversation for another day. Um, I will end with this. I think Microsoft is nailing it too when it comes to having those tiers and incorporating the online with Game Pass. So you're essentially paying for online, yes, but you're also getting games day one at launch, right? And that's an incentive in itself, right? You're getting these, say, you know, when Gear 6 comes out, like you're able to just pick up that game and just play it. You know, you don't have to worry about purchasing it for 60 bucks or 70 bucks and then you know, having another like only if you get ultimate, if you get only if you get ultimate, yes, only if you get ultimate. So you have to pay the seventeen bucks. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you have. There's a price to pay, but if you go all out and go to those tiers, go to ultimate tier, then you're able to get the best like experience, I guess. Um, but it comes at a cost, so that's you know. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um. Any closing remarks before we say goodbye, Kelf? No, just, you know, check us out on social. Uh, we have threads, too. I don't think we mentioned that, but we have threads right now. Definitely check us check us out on threads and all our social links. Obviously, go to gamingduopod.com. Make sure you check us out there. Free uh, Our merch, they're not free merch. <laughs> our merch is there, <laughs> but definitely check us out. And if you like our content, please rate us and let us know. Yes, and we do have a new YouTube video go- that will be going up on Friday. Um, it is about console launches and we rank them and which ones were our favorites from the past. Um, so go ahead and check out that YouTube video. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, we will see you next week. Kelvin, we'll see you soon. Good night.